Welcome back to Star Wars Escape Pod and another great episode ahead. We've had this on our list for quite a while now. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the author, Alan Dean Foster, who is uh, the author of a number of books, I believe, um, The Force Awakens novelization and uh, Splinter of the Mind's Eye, the first EU book ever, uh, has attempted a outline, script, pitch, whatever you want to call it, of episode nine back in 2022 uh, in sort of retaliation for the backlash of episode nine that was done by J.J. Abrams and uh, the other guy. <laughs> so uh, let's dive deep into this thing. We're going to read it page by page with Bryce and Blake. Let's get into it. Guys, we're super stoked that this is the 300th episode of Star Wars Escape Pod. And, uh, you know, we couldn't do it without your support, the comments, the, uh, the subscribes, the follows, the likes on YouTube. You know, just everyone showing some love and support for Star Wars Escape Pod. You know, it really keeps us going. Uh, we are, as you know, unmonetized and completely ad free. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube, you might get those YouTube ads. That is not our decision to make. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's from the love of Star Wars that keeps us doing what we're doing, as well as uh, the, seeing the, the downloads grow. And uh, as you know, the best way to help us out is always to share this show with a friend. You know, whenever you meet someone who loves Star Wars, just give them the recommendation to check out the podcast, Star Wars Escape Pod. You know, shoot them a link. You can check us out on YouTube. All the links are in the description below. You know, follow us on the Twitter feed, the Instagram. You know, it really just kind of brings attention to the podcast. And, you know, we really do appreciate all of you guys tuning in every week and, uh, you know, just, just showing showing all that love to, uh, to Star Wars Escape Pod. So, yeah, we really do appreciate it. And we just wanted to say thank you. And we recorded this entire episode without realizing that it was the 300th episode for Star Wars Escape Pod. So, you know, feel silly after the fact, of course. So... Uh, yeah, here we go. Let's dive right into the episode that we did record originally, which is Alan Dean Foster's episode nine script outline, whatever you want to call it with Bryce and Blake. Let's get into it. All right. That, that boys is the, uh, the fateful soundtrack of The Rise of Skywalker. The movie that we ended up getting after all. I think this is a very fitting soundtrack for, for tonight. This is, this is the, the alternate 
non-George Lucas alternate uh, story for episode nine. That's right. It's really getting me immersed. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Hope you guys are ready. <laughs> this is really intense, setting the stage. All right, well, that's it. All right. <laughs> so um, <laughs> before we get blocked on YouTube. Uh, so, yeah, those of you who uh, listen to the intro, I mean, uh, here we are. Welcome back, fellas. And um, Alan Dean Foster. Uh, did any of you guys read either of his stuff, his uh, novelization of TFA um, or Splinter? I, I think I have a hard copy of Splinter of the Mind's Eye, which was based on the original draft for a, a sequel after A New Hope, before Empire Strikes Back came out, which was an idea that George was playing with until A New Hope did really well and decided to go in a different direction. But I don't think I've actually read it. I've just looked into it, and it's very strange. Yeah, I think I read, like, a comic version of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that being said, I can't remember really what happened. Splinters of the, Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Um, I, re- um, I know Luke has a confrontation with Vader, and yeah. Luke and Leia are a couple. Right. Which is really bizarre now, after 40 years of them being siblings. So he also <laughs> did, he also did in 2002, he did a book called uh, The Approaching Storm, which is a prequel era novel. I think it's around the events of Attack of the Clones. So that was another Star Wars book that he did. He's also been an author for a number of Star Trek books. And apparently he had a dispute in 2020 with Disney. (laughs) Just reading off the Wikipedia here. And uh, (laughs) a number of other things. Um, He's uh, been known for his Pip and Flinks novels. He's been known for uh, a few standalone Commonwealth novels. The Damned Trilogy. and. bunch of other stuff i'm trying to look and see if there's any i did listen to most of the audiobook for the force unleashed oh, sorry force unleashed. Uh, yeah force awakens uh film adaption alien he worked on the alien series so lots of sci-fi then lots of different sci-fi yeah um, like the universes. movies uh, that's where the link is pointing me but i'm just trying looking at the credits trying to trying to find his name i'm Maybe in the novelization of the movies? I mean, that'd be my guess, mm. but at least from everything else he's written, that would make sense. It would fit into it. Yeah. Yeah, it must be in the movie novelizations. Yeah. All right. So, um, big involvement with Disney there. I mean, Disney now owns Fox, so uh, that's a few properties Alien, Star Wars. Most importantly, we are establishing this person as a professional writer. Yeah. That's what really matters here. <laughs> that's, that's what matters the most. <laughs> this is, guy's written books. This guy's career is based around writing. <laughs> so uh, the other thing I'll mention, though, is, um, y- y- this is this is not a full-length script. This is 10 pages long. It is... The first um, draft. Yeah. Li- yeah. First draft. Uh, well, the latest update that he has um, from his website is the 17th of April, 2022. Now, uh, by the date that goes on uh, the document that I saved a while ago was the 1st of May in 2018. So, um, I don't know. I think that was when the, f- uh, when the article first uh, showed up on his website, perhaps, when he started writing this thing. And whatever I've copy-pasted, I don't know if that was at the time the 2018 version or if it's the 2022 version. It could be, I, like, it's been a while since I've, had this in the document, so I mean, I'm not entirely sure. But so he he wrote this soon after, um, 
Force Awakens was released, right? Uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, but 2018 though, that was uh, that was uh, Last Jedi, I think, that recently came out. Mm-hmm. 20, 20, 2018, right? But I gotta look it up now. Or maybe that was uh, 2017. Last Jedi was 2017. Okay. And the 2019 was was uh, the Rise of <laughs> Rise so of Skywalker. That lines up. He, yeah, he knew. He was going to dislike Rise of Skywalker so much they had to preemptively write an alternate <laughs> story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, so he's got a whole log of 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 updates. Uh, I'm tr- trying to think, you know, whether or not that's related to this book. No, that's just stuff about his personal life. His website is designed like it was, you know, straight out of the 90s. So it's just a mess. <laughs> just stuff everywhere. There'll be a link. And there's a in the description. If anyone wants to check it out, yeah. Question mark. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll throw it down there. Okay. I'll, I'll throw it down. Okay. So let, let, let's let's start reading this thing. Uh, so we'll just go page oh. at a time. Yeah. And when you hear someone else speaking, it's just the next page. Um, if there's something, you know, maybe we'll take a, a break between pages just to quickly quickly talk about anything that stood out to us. Uh, but uh, you know, I'll I'll start off here. So um. Something here uh, I wrote down. Shout out to Jenny Nicholson, who originally found this and brought it to my attention. I don't know why I've got that copy down. I just looked it up. I believe I put that because I sent it to you, and it, she covered it on her YouTube channel. That's so I stumbled onto it. And gotcha. I we just have to talk about this. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jenny. <laughs> all right. So we all write our own movies. We all write our own sequels. After seeing The Last Jedi as an author, I could not escape pondering what... I would put on screen for episode nine where I given the opportunity to do so. Unusually, I took the time to actually compose a treatment. And here it is. Was fun to put together. Period. That's a message from the author. And here we go. Resurgence, episode nine. View from overhead of towering snow-capped mountains in the distance, just being touched by a rising sun, then a vast green valley, continuing to move in closer into a modest group of figures gathered atop a grassy peak. We see that it is the small band of survivors from The Last Jedi. They are standing in a circle, quiet and thoughtful, closer in on Rey as something causes her to turn, shade her eyes and peer into the distance. Alien music, solemn percussion and brass, close-ups on the mostly humanoid Almerinians, <laughs> who are accompanied by other aliens and humans, all holding up the artificial torches. Move to a high shot of long, impressive procession w- winding its way outward from a vast, sprawling modern city. The procession arrives at the Greensward and splits, and the end of the two lines forming a greater circle around the band of survivors Finn, Ray, Poe, Chewbacca, C-3PO, and R2 say a few words. A simple coffin is brought forward. Through the transparent upper part of the canopy, we see General Organa. A grave appears. As the music rises, she is buried. Bending, C-3PO whispers to a mournful R2. It looks like Alderaan. Back on the Falcon. Now what? Not much of a resistance left to resist. Some are ready to give up not Finn. He angrily points out that he didn't flee the First Order to give up. Poe joins in. They can still muster recruits across the galaxy, but they need some time. More importantly, they need a leader. All eyes turn to Rey. Startled, she declines, 
C-3PO murmurs to R2-D2 and that there's something familiar about her, but he can't put a finger on it. She's not fit, she tells them. They need someone with military experience, someone who knows what the First Order might do next. Attention immediately shifts to Finn. He's surprised, but having already forcefully stated his intentions, he finally accepts. He's come a long way. Okay, they need pilots, support, and most of all, something to fight back with. Weapons, ships, and if possible, allies. Wow. All right, what do you think? Uh, it's Good choice. It's interesting <laughs> to set up knowing that coming out of Last Jedi, there's there's nothing left of the Resistance. There's like 10 guys. <sighs> yeah. I, I, it's interesting, though. This acknowledges the death of Carrie Fisher. You know, at this point in 2018, we know when he started writing this thing. Uh, at that point, it's after she passed. Yeah. yeah. So like he's kind of worked that into his story. Right. I mean, worked it in. He just lays it all out in the first <laughs> yeah, yeah. 30 seconds. Like <laughs> yeah. If you, if you want to work that in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's more just like getting it out of the way. I think in, in, in his world here. Yeah. He definitely like it. Just like clearing things up. I like how they look to the, uh, like the 20 something year olds to be the leader of the yeah, yeah. resistance when they have like. A, a 700 year old war vet, yeah. like Chewbacca, there. All these That's aliens true. that are like 400 years old, yeah. all eyes turn to Ray. Yeah. <laughs> Chewbacca <laughs> can't speak English. Oh, we better look <laughs> over speak. him. Yeah, basic. Just he's just an old dog. <laughs> What's he gonna do? <laughs> can't right, make a sidekick the hero. Ready. All right. R2 and BB8 beep energetically. The others listen. Finn thinks their joint idea is crazy. Who employs droid tactics? But Poe thinks better of their idea. Might work if it can be brought to fruition. They now have a strategy of sorts. Next, they need allies. What about their hosts, the Almurians? The Almurian Combine is big, developed, and powerful. But the Almurians are neutral. Always have been, even during their fight between the Empire and Rebellion. That's why they can host Leia's burial without outside interference. Finn and Ray, with C-3PO in tow, will try to persuade them to change their minds, while Chewie and Poe take R2 and BB-8 to try to recruit new fighters to the cause. Finn and Ray, together with the other survivors, are hosted in the Elmurian capital city. They make the argument that the First Order is relentless and won't stop until it completely controls the known galaxy. Finn knows this better than anyone. The Almerians demur. They're neutral and intend to stay that way. Frustration ensues, but Finn murmurs, if they won't join the fight, perhaps they could supply fighting material to be paid later. The Almerians discuss the matter and eventually are, are eventually convinced. It's a gamble, but for them, a comparatively safe one. Finn and Ray leave encouraged. Now they need to try to find allies within the First Order itself. More disgruntled fighters like Finn. But where? The Republic is dead. Its home system destroyed. Rose makes a, su- a suggestion. It's a daring but dangerous idea. Yet it could be the best place to look for silent sympathize- sympathizers. Ray and Finn are persuaded. Cut to Coruscant. The planet-wide city. Finn, Ray, and Rose make contact with the resistance elements that have gone to ground. They sympathize and would help but not with Supreme Leader Snoke in charge. Ray, Finn, Rose are shocked by the refusal. 
Ray saw Ren kill Snoke, cut him in half. The sympathizers don't know what she's talking about. The supreme leader is here, having taken over the old imperial bureaucracy and buildings. What, what's going on here? Despite the danger, our trio needs to verify this impossibility for themselves. Then something forceful staggers Ray. We zoom into uh, we zoom into see you on her and cut to Ren, confident but a bit bemused, entering a vast, elegant reception room, the old imperial quarters. The doors close behind him, and from a small door near the back enters Supreme Leader Snoke. Ren is stunned. Snoke approaches, grinning mirthless, uh, mirthlessly. Ren. Impossible. You're dead. <laughs> Realization makes him break off as he takes a step back. Snoke killed me. Yes, you did. Want to kill me again? He's into it. <laughs> you know, something that I just can't stop thinking about is that it, whether it's this one or Rise of Skywalker, they both brought somebody back from the dead. You know, <laughs> it's like come up with a more original yeah. villain. Well, you know, like what do you do when? Like the bad guy that's been built up in Force Awakens is just off so the movie early. It's worth it's worth mentioning uh, the Colin Trevorrow script uh, was the idea was to really push Kylo Ren into that villain into that into that space. You know, he really becomes and embraces Kylo Ren, the person he's always wanted to be, the shattered helmet, and everything. It was, you know, the, he's he's kind of become the 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 villain, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's something I think that the last Jedi was naturally kind of leaning towards, right? Like he really wanted that, you know, when that movie ended, you know, um, with that duel between him and Luke and basically destroying what was left of the resistance essentially. Right. Uh, and, and yet, um, in this version and in the JJ one like that, that doesn't seem to be the case. It seems like this one, they brought back Snoke and the other one, they have Palpatine back. And I'm wondering if they're both going to be clones. Is like is it Snoke now going to be like going to be like thirty Snokes? I think so. I mean, he is a clone, right? Like in, in, in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. But this is an alternate world. Yeah. Do you think that Alan Dean Foster is going with the whole cloning thing as well? I think so. I think that seems likely. Let's find out. Uh, Ren gapes at him. Snoke slightly lunges toward him, acting on instinct. Ren draws his lightsaber and strikes Snoke down. He stares down at the undead. <laughs> just immediately kills him again. Wow. <laughs> Wait, you're back? You're <laughs> <laughs> killing me again. <laughs> oh, there you are. Another one. Okay, get back to the screen. Uh, he stares down at the undeniable corpse, only looking up at the sound of clapping hands. His eyes widen as Snoke appears from the same tournament. <laughs> 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 we call this. <laughs> well done, he says. Do you wish to continue killing me, or would you prefer an explanation? Ren has no words. And strikes him down once more. <laughs> Snoke, how many do you have back there? <laughs> just just bring them all out. <laughs> I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of picturing The Simpsons where um, Itchy, he, he kills Scratch and he wants him back, so he clones him. But then 
the machine keeps pumping up more scratches and you can't kill them fast enough, so he makes a killing machine. <laughs> so it just so scratch is just cloned and then immediately yeah, murdered yeah. like a meter later. <laughs> okay. Back to the script. The Clone Wars. When the Imperial scientists got very good at producing clones, a small, brilliant segment perfected the technology. Absolute duplication of the original, down to the last neural connection, which allowed for duplication of knowledge, memories, everything. Perfect cloning. Did Ren really think Snoke would allow him to destroy everything he had worked for? First first law of military strategy, always have a reserve in waiting. <laughs> How many clones of him are there? Ren wonders. Snoke's grin turns into an evil grimace. Wouldn't you like to know? He takes the throne-like seat and beckons a, a wary Ren forward. The resistance is finished, but the girl is still a concern. However slight, a smart ruler leaves no enemies alive, no matter how few. Ren has a connection with the girl. Is she still alive? And no lies this time. Snoke will know. Ren focuses. We see Ray react again, as before. She knows he knows. Snap back to the palace on Coruscant. Snoke knows the truth about Ray, having to say anything. Find her. But what Snoke doesn't know, and what Ren holds back from telling him, is that Ray is right here under the Supreme Leader's nose on Coruscant. In a visit to the Planetary Security Authority. He describes her to the local authorities, utilizing a mind paint system. I guess that's a force power. Or is he just physically painting? <laughs> paint your mind with the most obscene images. <laughs> no! Oops, sorry, I didn't mean to share that. That's that for my, my private quarters. Uh, the word goes out to find her, and Ren, of course, will search for her himself. What he will do when he finds her... He doesn't even know. After Ren has left, Snoke brings in Hux. Time to begin consolidating the achievements of the First Order. Time to bring the reluctant systems into the fold. Hux names several that are ripe for the for takeover. Snoke nods, names three, one of which is Ala Maria. Ray, Finn, and Rose, accompanied by C-3PO, are gathering those resistance sympathizers whose hatred of the First Order exceeds the fear of Snoke. It, it occurs to Finn that they didn't need, uh, need fleets to stop the First Order. They just need to stop Snoke. Plans are laid for uprising on Coruscant. Montage showing the passage of time during, uh, during which the uprising is set in motion. The Alamurians produce fighters for, for the resistance. Ren and the authorities search for Rey, who has cut herself off from Ren, so he can't pinpoint her location. And Poe and Chewie recruit personnel. On Alamaria, we see the front ends of the new X-Wing being built. But only the front <laughs> ends. <laughs> That's so specific. Very specific. Do not show any. Like, are the back ends going to be just ridiculous in some way? There's got to be a reveal, right? There's going to be a lot of junk in these trunks. Yeah. There's Five engines. <laughs> We've like a Dodge Caravan. We've loaded the backs up with proton torpedoes. We're gonna <laughs> fly them right in the snow. <laughs> oh jeez. Okay. Poe and Chewie arrive and begin to train new pilots. 
The Almurians remind Poe that they are merely manufacturers and will take no part in any conflict. Chewie offers his opinion on this, and Poe hastens to quiet him. You know Wookiees, not famed for their diplomacy. Secure deep space communications allow Ray and Finn to inform Poe and Chewie of what they're planning. Poe avows as how he is soon as their ships are ready. They'll make the journey to Coruscant to come support the incipient rebellion there. It looks like a promising strategy until the fleet appears off Almeria. It's the First Order under Hux, proclaiming that the Almerian Combine is now officially and gloriously welcomed into the Second Empire. Second Empire? What's that? Hux explains. The Almerians protest that they are neutral. A confident Hux replies that this is all for their own good. Better be part of the glorious Second Empire than continue as some spineless, unprotected neutrals. As <laughs> Sorry, it reminds me of Futurama. Absolutely. <laughs> Filthy neutrals. You never know which side they're on. That's right. <laughs> Classic zap. As a part of the Empire, Elmeria will be protected. Protected from whom? The Elmerians want to know. Why, Hux replies smoothly. Anyone who might threaten them. The Elmerians can comply, and all will proceed peacefully. Or they will be absorbed through force. An anxious Poe informs Ray of what's happening at Almeria and that he won't be able to support her proposed uprising. They owe the Almerians a defense. She eyes Finn. Plans for the uprising are in motion. Too late to stop it now. She tells Finn to go ahead and fight before the Order slash Empire finds out about their new ships. Finn wishes her luck, vice versa, and may the force be with them both. On Almeria, a grim-faced Poe and Chewbacca prepare to launch their limited force if the new ships work as planned. They have a chance, even against the Order-slash-Empire fleet. Then the Almerian leader arrives. Poe is coolly polite toward him, until the Almerian tells him that the Compine has decided to fight for its neutrality. There is much botherly, there's much brotherly grasping of arms, or maybe tentacles, the Almerians will fight alongside the newly formed resistance squadrons. Poe and Chewie are elated. So if they're fighting to be neutral, does that mean they're no longer neutral? They've become a monster. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't really know. I guess. I don't think that's how neutrality works. I also think it's not very neutral to build um, warships yeah. for, a, for like a terrorist organization. Yeah. <laughs> I like their, their, their line in the movie is probably like, we're not with you. But we have to be. <laughs> <laughs> the defense of Elmuria is launched. Hux is not impressed. The fleet prepares to exterminate them. Taking over the Combine will proceed that much quicker and easier when any resistance is destroyed. I'm sorry, but the Combine is such a stupid name for whatever is going on here. Like, yeah, it's like he used a uh, like a he went on like name generator. Yeah, like, like for a for a space synonyms for a rebellion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. look it up De- definition because I've heard that as a term for stuff before. To bring into a state of unity. Yeah, there you go. The Combine Alliance. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. On uh, Coruscant, Ray and Finn ignite the local rebellion, making progress toward the palace complex. There are enough citizens who hate the Order slash Empire to make a real fight of it against the security forces in the city streets 
underground, etc. Snoke is informed he is not worried. Under the stress of combat, Rey lets her guard down for a moment. Ren informs Snoke that she is right there in Coruscant and even now heading toward the palace. Snoke is delighted. Let her come. His last concern will be eliminated. Just as the Skywalker line has been terminated. Which prompts Ren to ask why Snoke cares so much. Snoke's expression tightens and we get a fast-moving flashback to before episode one. To before episode four. <gasps> what? Oh, like where this is going. So we're getting two flashbacks? <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Man. I do want to take, uh, I'm going to take a guess here. So originally, in the first page, he referred to the First Order as First Order. And then in this page, it was all First Order slash Empire. Second I'm going yeah. to guess by the last page, it's just going to be called the Empire. Yeah. <laughs> just backsliding. We're back. <laughs> huh. All right. Oh, this is a good start. You're going to like this one. You're lucky. A younger, muscular, even handsome Ooh. figure that we recognize as Snoke. <laughs> He's only slightly deformed now. (laughs) Bullying others, taking what he wants because he can, leaning towards the dark side. He is confronted by another, a hooded figure, who warns him that he is set on an untenable path. Snoke is not afraid. He feels he is more powerful with the Force than anyone. He and the hooded figure fight in a factory where Snoke is knocked into a vat of chemicals, and we finally see the determined yet sympathetic figure of his opponent, a young Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh my gosh. Back in the palace, Snoke turns on Ren, and his fury causes even Ren to draw back. Did he think, Snoke declares, as he indicates his ravaged face, that he always looked like this. (laughs) Hello there. (laughs) He vowed vengeance on Kenobi and and any of his relatives and every one of his pupils. Working through Palpatine, he almost achieved his goals until Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader, was turned away from the dark side by his son and killed Palpatine. Snoke has always been there in the background, manipulating, scheming, but with Palpatine's death was forced to come out into the open. Now, Kenobi is dead. Anakin, Vader, is dead. Leia is dead. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, Luke Skywalker is dead. Only Ren lives, but as a disciple of Snoke. The best revenge on Kenobi. But Snoke did not foresee this girl, who is strangely strong with the Force. She is not a Kenobi, not a Skywalker, but she is the last unprecedented impediment to his rise to complete power and mastery of the Force. Snoke takes no chances. She must die. And she is coming here, right to him. Truly, the ways of the Force are rich with irony. We cannot tell what Ren is thinking. Above Almuria Prime, the Almurian fleet is escorted out by the resistance ships. But these X-Wings are of a new type. Front and rear are familiar enough, but they are connected by a tube-like six-sided central length of fuselage. Poe and Chewie lead them. Poe with BB-8, Chewie piloting the Falcon with R2. Poe tells BB-8 that this droid strategy better work. On board the Force slash Empire flagship, Hux checks with his crew. The Almerian fleet is stronger than expected, but nothing they can't handle. It also seems escorted by a group of X-Wings. 
That causes Hux to frown. It was believed that the resistance was dead. How many fighter ex- escorts? About a hundred, he is told. Hux relaxes. Well, after this battle, the resistance really will be finished. Hux prepares to launch the TIE fighters. Combat ensues. ensues. The Elmerians launch drone ships that jump to hyperspeed. But they do nothing. <laughs> Aboard his flagship, Hux smiles. His subordinates report that the new hyperspace defensive shields are working as intended, <laughs> shunting anything coming at them at light speed into hyperspace. Somewhere else. Fool us once, Hux murmurs. Launch fighters. So this is their new defense against the the, the hyperspace. What do they call it? There's like they named it after the the captain, right? Yeah, the Holdo maneuver. The Holdo maneuver. But this yeah, this cool. whole script just seems like a direct response to, to Last Jedi. He's like, yeah, right. Like, there's no subtlety. No. Nope. <laughs> no. <it's> no. <laughs> nothing. How do we fix these new giant plot holes? Yeah. Well, it, okay. The one thing I just don't like at all is <laughs> is that they made Snoke. The, the master behind the master yeah. this entire time, you know? Well, we'd always speculated that he was Plagueis. Now he's just the Yeah, but that, that would have been sort of, you know, like the way he words it, though, right? It's like he's been working through Palpatine this entire time. Not that he's been hiding in the shadows to let his failed, like his apprentice fail at whatever he tried to do, right? Well, on top like, of that, he was defeated by Kenobi, and Kenobi didn't know who he was. <laughs> <laughs> but he was in control of Palpatine the whole time. How does you that work? Learned anything? <laughs> <laughs> Obi Wan's like, yeah, he's just some thug I knocked in a vat of acid. No, no, no. Who was that guy? I don't know. Just some guy. Just a bad guy. He's a bad guy. I, I knocked bad dude. guys into acid and lava. <laughs> he'll be fine. He'll come back. Maybe a little deformed, but he'll live. Oh, What's he gonna do? Raise an entire empire? <laughs> I bet you he's so dumb, even when he clones himself, he'll clone himself as his deformed version. (laughs) (laughs) Why would he not fix his face? (laughs) Joke's really on him. The cloning is just so perfect. Yes, it's too perfect. It's too perfect. (laughs) We want want to fix some of this. Not 100%. Yeah. Uh, okay. what, if, what if this X-wing design is pretty bizarre? <laughs> yeah. Right? It's like they're like connected. I, th- I think what it's trying to explain is like it's really long, and there's like a middle section in between the wings and the cockpit. Another so X. <laughs> <laughs> but Double X fighter. No, it's literally like a big long tube. That's what I read it. So it's kind of like the uh, Volkswagen bus of X-wings. Yeah, they're like it's like an X-wing centipede, or like, like it's a. Like, or like a limo like a x-wing limo front and rear are familiar enough but they are connected by a tube-like six-sided central length of fuselage so six-sided as in it's the shape of like a stop sign i guess the octagon but similar enough that's so weird this is a hexagon like i guess i guess the snout of the original x-wing is like a hexagon yeah yeah right Mm -hmm. like a yeah yeah but this is octagon? No, sorry, that was, oh. that was me. Oh, okay. About being like hexagon. So it's similar, similar yeah. enough. So what he's getting at, it's a next-gen X-Wing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not like, a, I, for a second I thought the, the X-Wings They're were all like connected combined. together. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought first too. Yeah, but it's just like, 
and they're connected know. by tubes. I don't know why he points <laughs> this out. Invasive maneuvers. Like, oh, no. It's a next-gen <laughs> X-Wing fighter that when we fly in formation, your front end goes up my back end. <laughs> we all link together. <laughs> and fly as one. As one combine. This <laughs> way we only need one pilot because we keep losing. <laughs> That's why a, sing, a single movie. man can fly the entire fleet. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I was like, that year came, he was watching this movie called Human Centipede. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shall we? Yep. All right. The hundreds of TIE fighters join with fire from the First Order capital ships to blast the, on, excuse me, to blast the oncoming Almerians and X-Wings. Chewie roars... But Poe tells his pilots, not yet. Getting closer. Closer. Now. Deploy! On each of the six sides of the extended X-Wings, four bay doors snap open. Okay, I'm going to call it here. They're buzz droids. (laughs) (laughs) Throwback. Buzz droids. Buzz droids! Four uh, bay doors snap open. Out zoom 24 drones. Engine, no pilots, a single energy weapon each. Poe grins. Chewie roars. BB-8 and R2 beep. That was a big scene. <laughs> On board the First Order Empire flagship, a sudden, a suddenly concerned tech eyeing a tracking screen sees the dots representing the Resistance fighters. Suddenly goes from hundreds to 2,500. Filling the screen with enemies. He turns. Uh, General Hux? Sir? Hux moves to eye the screen and his eyes widen. Each X-Wing commands 24 drones, all of which in a perfect tandem with each commanding X-Wing pilot. Mirroring images of his maneuvers, Poe whoops and Chewie bellows as they attack. The oncoming TIE fighters are overwhelmed by the utterly unexpected show of force and the resistance fighters support, uh, supported and, and backed by the Almuri fleet dart to attack uh, the main body of the First Order fleet. Screens are are saturated and shattered. Ships are flamed, and just as Hux orders a retreat to hyperspace, his own ship is blasted. Something startles Chewie. We see the Falcon pull away and out of the fight. As Poe circles and shoots in triumph at the remaining First Order ships, his expression abruptly changes as he remembers. (laughs) Ray... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Coruscant <laughs> a first order slash empire security and crowd control battle the surging crowds Ray, Finn, Rose and supporters take down guards and fight their way to the palace complex Finn doesn't know which way to go C-3PO isn't sure but Ray knows she can sense Ren they fight their way I- into the reception room Ren is there asks her to surrender they can't win Ray argues Ren steps aside to reveal Snoke. He greets her. She and Finn aren't shocked, or are shocked. Stunned C-3PO is, is in oh dear mode. She looks at Ren. Clone, he tells her. Perfect clone. Indistinguishable from the original. How many, she asks. Ren doesn't know. More than, more than she could defeat. Certainly more than he could, more than they could, together. So he's gone fully back to the dark side. 
He drops his head. Snoke just laughs. This time, he won't make the same tactical error he made before. Not that it matters if he does. He looks to his right. Two more <laughs> Snokes come through the rear door, activating her saber. Ray tells Finn and Rose to get out. Continue the fight elsewhere. She'll try to hold them off here. No way, they tell her. They fire their weapons. The trio of Snokes ward off the shots. Snoke freezes the trio. Ray drops her saber. Snoke orders Ren to complete the work. To complete himself. Firing up his saber, Ren approaches the paralyzed Ray. Who struggles. Futili- futi- futility? Futility? Futility. 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 To reach her own weapon. Now lying... Uh, Quiescent on the floor. This guy's choice of words is ridiculous. <laughs> <sometimes. Like> <laughs> <laughs> it quivers, but it does not come to her. Outside the palace, guards are firing from the ramparts down into the crowd. Something makes them look up. They panic and abandon their posts as the heavy weapons are destroyed. It's the Falcon, with Chewie piloting and firing. After clearing an upper landing area, it touches down. Inside, Ren is clearly torn. He doesn't want to kill Ray, but he can't resist Snoke any longer. He apologizes, steps back, raises his saber, and strikes. Finn and Rose scream. At the last possible instant, something knocks Ray aside. Even so, Ren blows. Ren. Ren. Ren blow cuts the upper. <laughs> Ren's blow cuts. Ren's blow cuts the upper right side of her <laughs> scalp. She falls to the floor, gasping. Ren stands over her, lightsaber poised to strike. And then Ren, Finn, Rose, and C-3PO, everyone, look to the main portal. Their expressions reflecting the utter astonishment. A single figure stands there, Luke Skywalker. He comes forward. Impossible. He's dead. We saw him die at the end of Episode Eight, Or did we? Snoke, one, growls. (laughs) They're numbered now. (laughs) They're numbered. (laughs) You cannot be here. I searched for you. Your life force has vanished from perception. From this plane of existence, yes. Doesn't mean I passed to the other. You, I knew you. Keeping, I knew you'd keep searching for me. Man, is this guy, this guy didn't spell check. <laughs> I knew you'd. Yeah. Oh, you'd. Oh, okay. Oh, mine, it's, the D is missing. Yeah, mine's mine too. Oh. You have to interpret it. I knew you'd keep searching for me, using the Force. So I had to go away for a while. To that space in between. It's a quiet place. The Force allows it. He smiles. I was tired. I needed a rest anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Ren screams that it's a projection, just like on Crate, and attacks. But this time, Luke doesn't duck his strike. In one smooth motion, he activates his saber, his original saber, <laughs> blocks the blow, and flings Ren aside. But the real battle is between him and Snoke, or rather, Snoke's. Descending down from his seat, Snoke ignites a saber of his own. So do his two doppelgangers. The fight is on. Luke kills one Snoke, fights the remaining pair. Elsewhere, at the battle between the uprising and the security and guards rages, Finn and Rose retreat. Outside among the chaos, they hurriedly discuss what they've seen. Snoke clones have come from somewhere. (laughs) They race off. With Luke and Snoke's 
clones occupying uh, occupied with one another. Ren reaches down, extending a hand to Ray. He notices something and freezes. We see what he sees. Ray on the floor, breathing hard. The upper right side of her head cut away and cauterized. Amid the exposed bone, a small freeform transparency fills part of her head. What? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, the rest of the sentence is on yeah, the next yeah, page. You can yeah, melding, mel- melding si- uh, sinusly with her brain. Sinuously. Sinuously, thank you. Okay, what the heck? <laughs> Finish the paragraph. <laughs> uh, <laughs> behind the transparency, lights flash and twinkle. Reaching up, Ray touches oh the exposed area God. and draws back her hand in shock. The revelation is as unexpected to her as it is to us. All right, Ray's I mean, I a into this. robot? I love this. <laughs> okay, so... She's a, like an s- android or something? So it looks like Ray's an android. Finn is the leader we always knew he could be, but he still really isn't in the movie. (laughs) 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 And there's like 30 Snokes. And Luke Skywalker somehow is back. This is everything I ever dreamed of. That's right, he just needed to. He just needed a nap. He just needed to go to the world between the worlds. Go away for a while. It's a beach planet. I was very tired. (laughs) That planet I was on. It says those um, little twerps are always partying. <laughs> Could get any rest. Just needed to hit the Scarif beaches for a while. <laughs> it's so it's it's funny that um, Snoke One is so the first Snoke that, that they kill is not Snoke One. That's like right. Snoke Two. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Well, this now, is Snoke uh, One. Yeah. And then Luke kills one Snoke, <laughs> but, but not not Snoke, Snoke One. one. <laughs> Correct. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Uh, okay. Okay. Here we go. Ren, droid, part droid. No wonder you mastered the use of the force so quickly. No wonder you learned so quickly. Hybrid, monster. (laughs) (laughs) All sympathy, all potential affection vanishes from him in an instant. (laughs) He strikes down with his lightsaber, rolling. Ray dodges the blow, grabs her own weapon, ignites it, and fights back. They battle. Luke kills another Snoke. He forces the last one backward. Snoke taunts him. Truly, you are a master of the Force, Skywalker. But so am I. And you are done. Or one. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Uh, Just improving it. Um, uh, Looks towards the back door. I am a multitude. From the rear doorway... More Snokes burst into the room, <laughs> all armed with lightsabers. As Ren and Ray battle behind him, Luke prepares to confront the surge of identical newcomers. It's like the Battle of Geonosis, but just all Snokes. <laughs> it sounds like a, it, it feels like Scooby Doo. <laughs> like they, they're just coming out of like all the doors and, and like. Um. Luke prepares to confront the surge of identical newcomers. C-3PO tries to flee encounters the chaos outside, and quickly retreats back in wondering how he ever got into this mess. Amid the combat raging outside, Finn and Rose save a high official from being killed by the mob. The Supreme Leader's clones, where do they come from? They persuade the official to show them and head off, but not before they've acquired some grenade-like weapons from a dead, dead security personnel. Down, down they go into the sublevels beneath the palace complex. The frightened official shows them the guarded place where Snoke's clones are churned out. 
Finn and Rose attack while Finn holds up the guards. Finn sets the explosives they have acquired only for her to be trapped with them inside the complex as alarms blare and the emergency doorways slam shut. She and Finn exchange a look. Above, more and more Snokes pour into the room. Snoke snarls at Luke. Give up. He can't possibly win. Stepping back, Luke bends, picks up a fallen lightsaber. Maybe he can't, but he feels that the Force is with him. It always has been, even when he is at his lowest moments. Also, these are with him. (laughs) (laughs) He activates the second lightsaber and begins to swing both, making two circles. He learned this from General Grievous. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Then he starts to cross them in front of him. And then he begins to pivot faster and faster. A veritable dervish. Surrounded by a ball of multicolored energy, he plows into the multiple Snokes, obliterating them. They can't reach him through the energy sphere he's created around himself. Nearby, Ren presses Ray. They lock sabers. He taunts her. She came from nowhere. Her parents were nobodies. He will show her. Let her look. She tries to resist, but cannot. In her mind, she sees a rapid montage. Her parents, junk dealers with an infant. An infant with a deformed skull. (laughs) They take her to a renegade surgeon on Jakku. There is one possible operation, but it's it's experimental and highly dangerous. It could kill her. Her parents agree to it. Ray is operated on. The shape of her head is normal. (laughs) It's made normal. But with part droid componentry inside to help keep her alive. Man, this sucks. Holy smokes. I love this. This is great. This is so good. Yeah, you see why I wanted to talk wow. about this? Keep this is amazing. This is professional level screenwriting. Natural, natural skin and hair grows swiftly over the surgical opening. Her parents can't handle her. They abandoned her as a young girl. She's too much. We have to leave her here on this planet. Couldn't pay the medical bills. <laughs> they just ditch her there. Gotta work it off. They abandoned her as a young girl, paying what they can to Unkar Plutt to look after her. He abandons her as a child, uh, but she turns scavenger and somehow survives. Ray is shaken by the recovered memories. Excuse me, by the recovered memories. She relaxes, sways, shuts off her saber. Ren holds off, still conflicted, but finally decides that he has to kill her to save her from herself, to purify the Force. For her own sake, she falls backward, her eyes closing in resignation and and exhaustion as he moves in, right into her reactivated lightsaber. (laughs) Her eyes snap open. Startled, run through, and as conflicted as ever, Ren dies in front of her, killed in the same way he killed his father. What? So, like, Han Solo. What a she lame falls death. backwards, though. So she, like, fakes death like a possum? Yeah, exactly. Then... I was just saying, she plays possum. She does one of those death. Obi-Wans. Ugh! Yeah. Uh. <laughs> ha! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I lost myself. Oh, uh, Luke, exhausted. Oh, there we go. Thank you. Luke, exhausted, halts. The fireball that has surrounded him vanishes. Three Snokes remain. <laughs> the first leader is triumphant. A Jedi master may go on and on, 
but a lightsaber power is finite. The tree of Snoke surround him. It's over. So his lightsaber ran out of power? I don't know, man. That's... <laughs> The, the fireball. Before. I don't know. I he don't know what's going on. So many he just might be ready for another nap. He's <laughs> <laughs> just tired. I think he's tired. I just need yeah. to lay down for a little while. Uh, below, uh, below, Finn yells at the imprisoned Rose, but she smiles at him, a resigned <laughs> smile. As she sets off the explosives, Finn ducks away. The clone manufacturing area is destroyed. I think she might have just died. <laughs> Above, a startled Snoke reacts. With yes! His, <laughs> with his attention momentarily distracted, Luke reactivates his twin sabers and throws them. Two Snokes are speared and killed. The surviving Snoke looks toward the rear doorway, but there are no more Snokes. No more replacement <laughs> first leaders. <laughs> the many... Uh, the many have been reduced to one, but it is enough. Raising his own weapon, he starts forward. Luke waits for the end. Luke! Ray throws him her lightsaber. Luke catches it and ends Snoke. He stumbles over to Ray and she falls against him, sobbing. We see the exposed part of her brain twinkling. He called me a monster. I am a monster! Luke steps back, eyes her, and holds up his mechanical hand. You're not a monster. You're Ray. (laughs) 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 Just an enhanced version. Together, they head to the reception room. Above Amuria, Poe and R2 are triumphant. So are the Amurians, but they still determinedly neutral. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we we have finished fighting this this war of neutrality. At last, we are neutral <laughs> once more. <laughs> it's just so pointless. <laughs> uh, where are we? Neutr- their leader warns Poe. Sure, sure, whatever you say. A grinning, Poe replies, Resistance needs more neutrals like them. <laughs> R2 <laughs> informs him that via the secret hyperspace communications communications channel that he has follow, uh, been told that the first first leader is no more and that Ray and Finn are all right. Rose, Finn, and R2 turn sober. Soberly, I assume that means. Th- they head back down to the surface of Almeria. <laughs> In the palace on Coruscant, the victorious uprising salutes Luke and Rey as they emerge from the palace into the surrounding area, which is littered with smoking fighting machines, etc. C-3PO brushing himself follows behind as they lay eyes upon the hundreds and hundreds of dead Snokes. C-3PO, I knew there was something familiar about that girl, he mutters. Luke suddenly staggers has to sit down upon, uh, up, up against a tree in the Imperial Park. A concerned Ray bends over him. He smiles. It's all right. Everything is all right now. The force is finally in balance. She tells him he's going to be okay. He tells her he already is okay. <laughs> there is, however, one small thing she has to do for him. What? 
anything. He smiles tiredly. Just a little thing. Take care of the galaxy. He looks toward the setting sun. One sun this time. His smile widens. He stops breathing. No in-between existence this time. He whispers something. And Peru. (laughs) And dies. Eyes open. Staring. Damn. What? And Peru. Graceful exit and Aunt Peru gets the last fallout. <laughs> he just like so many there. people like hoping it was them he was gonna say. Like yeah. so oh, man. nothing, like not even like Father. Yeah. I'm yeah, coming he, home. He's like so, so many upset force ghosts. Like, what? Aunt Peru, <laughs> this was all for you. You see Aunt Peru. Black shades and the big chain just nodding in the background. Oh, you see Aunt Peru, a uh, skeletal burnt corpse, force <laughs> ghost. <laughs> I love you, son. I also love that he just dies there. Oh, like man. Ray's probably like, Luke? Luke? He just like topples over. There's a little bit more. Holding back her sobs, Ray gently closes her his eyes. C-3PO is there to comfort her. What now? Wait, what? So he doesn't disappear into the force? No, he's dead. <laughs> he died of natural causes. Yeah, well, yeah holding back herself, Ray gently closes his eyes. So he's, his body's still there. C-3PO is there to comfort her. What now? Is the First Order Empire really finished? C-3PO doesn't know. But he has seen, but he has seen a great deal. And if he has learned anything, it is that nothing is ever really completely for certain. Reaching up, he touches her exposed skull portion. <laughs> Has anyone told her lately how really beautiful she is? <laughs> what? <laughs> she sniffs, then starts to laugh softly. Then her expression changes as she sees Finn, battered but alive. Limping out of the smoking imperial complex, he comes toward her, and she rises to meet him. C-3PO shakes his head dolefully. Organics. I'll never understand them. We pull back as Finn hurries to embrace Ray, with 3PO behind them, and Luke sitting peacefully smiling beneath the tree. What? <laughs> Dead, mind you. Yeah, just a corpse. <laughs> just a corpse smiling. <laughs> and, uh, end. That's the <laughs> end. Is this force ghost Luke sitting on the tree? <laughs> just his body, so man. actually alive again. No, I think, so. so in here, <laughs> in here it says Bobby? that... He dies, right? Yeah. So it says, he says Amperu and dies, <laughs> eyes open, staring. Smiling. And then all this <laughs> stuff happens, and then Finn shows up. And Ray's like, you know, Ray, Ray gets up and like, Finn! And then, like, C-3PO just shakes his head like organics, you know, oh, screw these guys. And, like, leaves, like, smiling dead Luke underneath the tree just sitting there. And then they it's embrace. Like Imagine Wonder this. And that's it. Star- Cut to black. Star Wars ends. <laughs> The Skywalker series ends with C-3PO hitting on Rey, and then, and then Rey is like, haha, and goes to, to Finn. Yeah. And C-3PO is like, freaking oh. organics. He's like angry that, that Rey like left. And then, and then zooms in on Luke's corpse. Not even a force ghost. Not reunited wow. with Obi-Wan and Anakin. Yeah, he, like just, gets, just he gets screwed course. over this time. He's like, you know... It's like expired all his chances to become immortal. <laughs> Dude, this guy loves 3PO. He yeah, he does. He does a lot. He does. 
there's a note at the very end. This story follows upon the events of episode eight, expanding upon them, correcting certain errors and filling in plot holes and without contradicting anything that appeared in the previous film. <laughs> that which could not be corrected is passed over. <laughs> <laughs> that could, which could not be corrected. I just did whatever. Oh, like, there's nothing I could do. That which this was too bad to, to fix, I've just skipped. I've just ignored entirely. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This guy, man, like whatever. I mean, this is an esteemed Star Wars author. Yeah. You know, like he's... He's written a number of books. He's for Disney, you know, on multiple occasions. This guy did the novelization for The Force Awakens. That was his most recent Star Wars thing. I think that's probably why. My guess is he, because he, he wrote that, he felt invested. Yeah. And he probably didn't like The Last Jedi and right. felt like he had to fix what happened. That's my guess. You know, it, it, it's it's so bad that <laughs> I just don't want to read The Force Awakens novelization now. Like, you know, like no, I never really did. But like at the same time, it's like, dude, you know, like, like, like this is just terrible. It's interesting because sometimes when people like if I were to write a script for the last sky or the last Skywalker, um, Scott rises Skywalker. Yeah. Um, uh, I would try to incorporate the, the last Jedi Mm -hmm. and kind of like work it into something. Right. But he has written his (laughs) sequel and he's just like, I'm not using anything from that garbage <laughs> movie. Like, I'm just going to go with what I wanted to see in the last movie and just, like, kind of, like, write over yeah. The Last Jedi, right? Just try to remove it. What's yeah. funny is he had to invent something to stop hyperspace jumps when that already existed in the Empire. Yeah, like, there's no subtlety in what he's doing. He's like, I like Luke Skywalker. He's back. Yeah. Um, like, I don't like I don't the like hyperspace Ray. thing. He's uh, they got a thing to stop it now. Um, <sighs> it's It's... It's not great. Is I mean, I like, like Ray. She's now like a robot, like a yeah, like with with three PO's love interest. Yeah, three I mean, PO needs some love too. Because Luke is pretty much the main character in this in this script, right? Like, at least at the end of it. At the end, because yeah, Ray doesn't really have any. She finds out where mm-hmm. she's, but it's kind of in, in, insignificant, right? I don't like. So the thing with a movie is like it's usually like a three a three. Uh, what do you call it? Like a three-part story? A three-part story. Yeah, three-part story arc, right? And, like, this script just doesn't really give me that at all. It's mostly right. just, like, lead, well, lead up to this... I don't know. I like this on Coruscant. That's a positive. It seems like the moment that Ray encounters Snoke, it just kind of mm-hmm. keeps going in, like, one sort of... Tra- trajectory you know what right, i mean yeah, like there's, there's no, no there's no twist no like, the no twist is there's now like hundreds of snokes yeah the twist is that people keep showing up in this <laughs> palace you know like I, luke I and 50 other snokes and do you think that it would be considered jumping the shark to take the big bad that was led up to be the villain and just have him murdered hundreds and hundreds of times <laughs> just as cannon fodder <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that many Palpatines? It's just so stupid. I mean, like, I see, the thing is, is like, in, in Rise of Skywalker, at least they did us the favor of not showing other Palpatines. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that yeah, would have been a I little... with that. But they, I think they should have had more Snokes. Because you see them in the vat, so why wouldn't he... I think it would have been a nice touch right. to have Snokes there that were, like, his servants or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like failed, just come to me now. Like failed a, like, clones of Snoke or whatever. Yeah, Because yeah. Snoke is just like a 
supposed to be a creation of his own, right? Like it's just it's like not really explained. You just see that he's in tanks. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I I kind of wish they would have stayed with Snoke as the big bad guy. Yeah, like, I agree with that. Right. I'm okay um, with him having them him come back. I'd rather him come back than Palpatine. And I don't mind the clones. Mm-hmm. I actually don't mind this. What I think they should have done is Snoke clones. You mean in the the snow clones? Yeah, I actually okay. don't mind it. Not like a hundred of them. <laughs> what I think they should have done is something that they did in um in like the Apple TV series Foundation. Have a have a snow clone of like there's like three of them right oh, there's like a young one a middle aged one and like the old snow clone mm-hmm. right and they kind of like rule in a triumvirate like a, like a like three of them rule so th- so that the one that was killed can stay dead right yeah. but then there's like the young like Snoke that shows up and he's really good with the lightsaber right. mm. and then there's the super old Snoke who's like really powerful with the Force maybe yeah. Um, I think that would have kind of been cool, actually. That would have been a cool... That's a cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you get to see Handsome Snoke, the one that, like... <laughs> the one that Obi-Wan beat up. <laughs> <laughs> I also would love to see that as a flashback in the middle of a movie. Yeah. Just Obi-Wan just... Ha! Just, like, <laughs> some guy into a vat What if that's, like, the... the uh, What do you call it? Like, an induction, you know, the, um, the initiation day. You know, whenever the young Snoke becomes, like... The middle prime Snoke. Yeah. He has to like dunk himself in acid. <laughs> Don't make me do it. <laughs> like a rite of passage. It's like a baptism of in yeah. acid kind of thing. <laughs> you you are look, now Snoke truly. You look, you, look, you look down at the acid and you look over at the two other deformed Snokes as they're looking at you. Go on. <laughs> That's my boy. Just dunk your face in the acid, son. It's, it's how you claim your destiny. <laughs> so when that Snoke becomes the, when he has to dunk his face in the acid, what happens to the oldest one? It's a good question. And then does a new one get born? Because that's like, that's kind of what yeah, happens yeah, in the series, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, well, okay, so wow. how many Pablo points of poodoos are we going <laughs> to give this? Like, Oh, did you get the new recording for our, our ratings? Uh, no, I didn't. So Pablo uh. points and poodoos, uh, we got, uh, so people who are new to the podcast, you know, if this is your first episode listening, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, like the, uh, our rating system is three Pablo poodoos is the worst, the worst moving up from there. We got two Pablo poodoos, one Pablo poodoo, and then a Bendu. Bendu is a 50% score. And then we got Pablo points. We got one Pablo point, two Pablo points and three Pablo points being the best, of the best of the best. So this is clearly not in the Pablo points. Uh, so we are given these. Speak for yourself. <laughs> we are giving this some poodoos. And uh, I'm going to go with three out of three <laughs> on this one. I got to say, I mean, like, it's it doesn't help that it's like an outline, right? Like, I'll give him no, that. It's very rough. It's very rough. Yeah, it's very rough. He probably did it in like a couple days. You, you said know. there's a 2022 version. So I'm I curious what's been updated. The, it's just the, the it's the small things that bother me. You know, it's like why is Luke's corpse sitting smiling under a tree <laughs> at the end of the movie? Like, no, like I don't want to see that. Yeah, you want to see him fade off into the forest. Like yeah, that, right? yeah, like, yeah. And why are his last words? And these were it was in quotes too. Like, why does he say Aunt Peru? <laughs> Like, that is not explained. No, it's not explained <laughs> at all. Uncle Owen was mean. Yeah. <laughs> Aunt Beru was my favorite character, and she was never brought up again. So this is my chance. She never made me do chores. <laughs> all I've done is chores since I left that planet. <laughs> Aunt Beru. 
I just don't get it, man. Like, it's those little things that just, like, <laughs> kind of irk me and go, did you even think about this story being a Star Wars story at all? You know what I mean? It's just like, rather than, because you could change all these names and it would be a completely unrelated movie, sure. you know, that wouldn't make sense with, like, anything else, right? And uh, I don't even think you'd get the idea that it was a Star Wars story if you changed all the familiar words in it. It just doesn't have that pacing at all. You know, all these, it's so weird. It's so out there. Um, but I don't know. But what about what, 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 you guys? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a Bendu. What? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, man. Because this changes nothing. It's, <laughs> it's neither good nor bad. It doesn't, it's, it's both the worst and the best. It's, <laughs> it's, it's absolute garbage, but it's also so funny. It's so <laughs> funny. Uh, and and it, uh, Luke truly does bring balance to the force by killing, uh, genociding like a hundred yeah. Snokes. He finally does it. So, uh, <laughs> no racist Snokes. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. True balance. 50-50, Bendu. <laughs> there we go. Force is balanced. At long last. Yeah. So... I'm going to break it down. So, start as three Papa Poodoos. Ray being a robot. I like it. So, we're up to a two. Uh, and is the three Peel's love interest. All right. Yeah. We're up to a negative one. Is <laughs> <laughs> there anything else I liked in there? Uh, I like the idea that they're helped by the neutrals that are at war to stay neutral. <laughs> <laughs> so right, a Bendu. Okay, that was funny when he, when the Joe when he was like when uh, Poe was like, oh, I like these neutrals. Like we should find more neutrals. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually funny. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we need to recruit more of these neutrals yeah. to join the war cause. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if he intended that to be a joke. Maybe I think. Paul was supposed or if to be it just, a bit, a bit yeah, slow. you're right. I don't think he did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would overlooked. be good. That would be a <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so you're at negative two. I'm at, no, I'm at a Bendu now. Oh, you're at a Bendu. Yeah, oh, because started, it's oh, nice. It's <laughs> Ray's a robot. Yeah, three pills in love with Ray. <laughs> the neutrals. Yeah. Uh, what's left? Was there anything else that I? Re- I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that I think the. Army of Snokes was a, an improvement. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go one pile of points. <laughs> nice. Well, one pile of point for comedy. We got a Bendu for comedy, and I thought it was just terrible. So there we go. Across <laughs> <laughs> the board. Read it Read it for yourself. The link's going to be in the description below. This is real. We didn't this make this, this is real. Uh, we got a number of topics coming up in the in the next few weeks. We got we got one about Star Wars gripes. What things need to uh, what things need fans need to move on from things that we think are still relevant to stay bitter at. Um, Kyle's going to join us for that as well, and uh, I think we have a Kotor movie discussion at some point. Although we might change the topic of that one, who knows? Um, any last things you guys want to bring up? Just looking forward to seeing um, your script for. <laughs> Uh, Rise of Skywalker. Heck yeah. Since uh, <laughs> you think you can outdo this guy. <laughs> this is a pretty good idea. I don't know yeah, if I can top this. <laughs> I don't think I can outdo the comedy, that's for sure. I think the, I think he's got the laughs down better than I could ever do. Just for ridiculousness, you know. But who knows? <laughs> I mean, like, I've made some pretty horrendous, like, hilariously, you know, accidentally funny things. I think we should all write around. <laughs> do a, like, competition. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. That was really fun. Yeah. I've, I've, I've looking forward to this episode for a long time. I, st- yeah. I stumbled across this. 
this initial treatment. It's it's been a while since we've had this in the in the backlog of things to do. I forgot about it. I'm yeah. glad it took long enough that I completely forgot what we were gonna read. It seems I just like a, really liking it. Yeah, it was hilarious. The timing is kind of well placed with sort of like what George would have done with the sequels. Now we know what Alan Dean Foster would have done with Episode Nine. You know. Do we want? I know you've talked about it before, but I think I missed it. Do we want to do a, a trio, us three, just to kind of complete? The trilogy and do the Colin Trevorrow Trevorrow. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe we'll do that as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We'll do a, make it a trio. Yeah. What all the different three, three takes that we could have. Yeah. Yeah. Although I don't think Alan Dean Foster is anywhere close to being a possibility. I think it might be the most fan fiction version. Uh, A hundred percent. Yeah. Next thing is we got to go on like Wattpad or whatever Mm -hmm. that thing is called and find some fanfic, (laughs) fanfic episode nines. I'll bet you there's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right hunt. send in your drafts yeah exactly. we'll read them on the podcast Actually, that would be fun <laughs> that would be <laughs> just, just reading yeah we will read it bring it on send it to us i'll find some i'll try and find some hot takes when we do the call of our one like you know we'll okay. try and find some hot takes like what do people think as a as a group you know like what what should have happened you know differently right mm. just general like you know opinions <laughs> fellas we'll see you in the next one and brew. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. What a strange episode if this was your first. I mean, uh, we don't normally look at completely fanfic scripts of Star Wars movies, but, uh, you know, we just had to do this. We just had to. It was, it was just too good not to. So we hope you enjoyed the laughs and, uh, you know, stick with us in the coming weeks for, for other good stuff. Uh, we got uh, Kyle coming back on us as, uh, with us, as I mentioned before as well, very soon. And uh, by the way, if you haven't checked out Alki Sabres, Alki Solutions, go and check that out. Links are in the description below. Many ways to contact us. You know how to reach us. Also in the description, find us with the handle at Podcast, And we will see you in the next episode of Star Wars Escape Pod. May the force be with you. <laughs>